When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show. What's your name again? Uh, my, I go by Tevin Pittman. Tevin Pittman. I, I, it's <laughs> vaguely familiar. Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. It's been an interesting day already, and it's going to get a lot more interesting. And out it's there. only noon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, One of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Kate Smith. Should have been on Nutramost. Kate Smith. Oh, wait a minute. Kate was a large woman. No, this is no business. Or is this Ethel Merman? This is Ethel Merman. Yeah, this is Ethel Merman. Does she need to be on Neutramost as well? Uh, Could use it. Could use it. Could have used it. Ethel Merman does a fantastic Axl Rose impression. (laughs) I think they sound so... That's true. (laughs) Total full disclosure, I cannot stand Axl Rose's singing. Oh, really? It's like, what are you going to (laughs) vomit? I'm not a fan at all. Uh, clearly, if you think he sounds like vomit, <laughs> then, then that's bad. Years, not nagging on heaven's door. In her later years, uh, Smith Merman. was impaired by diabetes. <laughs> she really? Who is she married to? <clears throat> no one. Ernest Borgnine. She never married. I thought they, they were married. I don't think he's talking about the same person. You're not talking about Kate Ethel Smith? Merman? Oh, I thought you were talking oh, about Ethel Merman. I said Smith. Kate Smith tried to hit on Tevin once, and he rebuffed her. Mm. 
Not till she gets on neutral. Well, she, <laughs> she died in 1986. And this is why women are pissed. That's exactly uh, why. She's been saying this for like five days. That's why women are pissed. <laughs> well, no, she's like, like I mean, I date Miss Smith. She, uh, Washington. if she had gotten on Nutramost, she wouldn't have That's died young from diabetes. So. There you go. That's exactly right. Well, uh, she actually lived to be 79. Okay, two quick, it's not horrible. Uh, two quick uh, announcements before we get on to uh, Timmy and his movie review, because there are a lot of movies I want to go see. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, children, you probably, if you're under five, you probably don't know Tevin. He's been missing lately, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've started a new job, and the uh, hours aren't... Uh, what are you, you doing yeah. now? What are you doing? Just, we're working at a restaurant downtown, and they... Uh, you're you're managing a restaurant? Yeah. And they, Which one? Uh, Crave. I was at Union. Oh, and then I like, yeah. to Crave, and Crave's oh, Crave with the, are, with the rooftop. Yep. That's does, nice. um, yep. does Andrew still work there? No. No? No. Oh. All right, so here are the well, two things. Never mind, then. I forgot one of them now. And it wasn't Andrew anyway. Uh, this is my salute to all the people in, in newspapers and on television oh. news. This is LaCroix. It's apparently filled with cockroach killing poison. No, Delicious cockroach killing poison. You are lying poison. scum. What? <laughs> there is no way. You know what it is? Well, that was all over social media. Class all action weekend. lawsuit alleges LaCroix oh, contains ingredients used well to kill used in. I mean, water is used in insecticide. That's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> Although, in their defense, LaCroix does not taste good. I like it. I, I like some flavors. Great. You know, let me just say this. You people. <laughs> <laughs> so. What it is, I, I saw a, a scientist on television talking about this. Any fruit that's put in liquid will break down into a compound similar to what they put in cockroach poison. Well, the, not the class action thing. lawsuit is about something called linalool, which linalool. is found in pretty much every flower and spice. Yes. Oh. So that's what they're mad about. So they you're, they, you're they saw that it's in the two things, and they're not smart enough to understand that just because it's in both of those things doesn't mean anything. Or another company that makes bubbly water mm. has just... Let's decide yeah. to go after them. Yeah. I, I just... I will Put drink that out LaCro- there. I love LaCroix. I'll drink LaCroix the rest of my wife. I love bubbly. Your wife? I love... Your life. The rest of my wife. There that's we exactly go. right. Linalool <laughs> is in mint, Let's not talk about cinnamon, it. citrus fruit. All the stuff I like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a natural thing. Joe from Louisville. Two announcements. Axl Rose sounds like someone stepped on a cat's testicles. And oh, the other thing is he kitty. just started watching Profession Confession. Hey, shout out to Joe from Louisville. Shout out to Joe from Louisville. So those are the two announcements. Timmy, um, obviously we do the uh, box office from the weekend. Um, yeah. Or ever how much longer I can put up with people in radio. Starting to wear me down, I'll tell you. <laughs> Honest to God. Oh, God. Well, one announcement from me, uh, since Tevin's uh, running a restaurant, free eats for everybody. Can yeah. I say that, Tevin? Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, no, just, uh, yeah baby. Well, where's our lunch? It's all on, Tevin. I will bring some lunch. Where's our lunch? We go that's, to one, that's we... prerequisite, Tevin. you got to bring in lunch, and you got to send some out to me, man. All right, Tim. I, I, you give me some movie passes, Tim. I'll, I'll send you some food. Hey, I'm, I'm there for sure. I'm there. Where do you uh, live? Yeah, movie weekend. Big movie weekend. But nobody, I listened in the morning show, I don't think anybody caught A Star is Born or Venom. No, nobody did because they were too busy celebrating the fact that Britney's getting married. Britney is? What? Yep. Yeah. Britney's getting married. Is she? Wow. Oh, I didn't my know God. That. Britney, Britney, like KQ Britney? Yeah, she's getting married. The Britney to you. He proposed, <laughs> he proposed over the weekend. Wow. I said, Aww. so it, it's kind of a sympathy vote. No. <laughs> I didn't even know she was dating anyone. Yeah, she has been for several months I now. I know. The breakup she's very happy. thing wasn't... I actually have hmm. met him, and he's very nice and very handsome. Really? Yes. Is he, what the hell's wrong with him? I, he seemed fine to me. Got to be emotionally unstable. Yeah, I ran into Brittany and him at uh, House of Comedy one night. I looked oh, down did? at the table. I'm like, is that Brittany? It was hey, hard Brittany. to tell with the lighting because it's so dark. And then she looks at me and I look at her and we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. He, That's a wonderful he thing. He seemed very sweet. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I love his dog. I've met his dog. I haven't met him. I'm offended. Oh, you no. met the dog. You're offended by what? I haven't met him. I haven't. Uh, I haven't either. I assume my invite's in the mail, Brittany. So I've never met him. You. So I don't did know we do the commercial like. break? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. We settled down there, a brain sister. problem right there. Um, I did learn something last night, by the way, Timmy. We babysat yeah. Sage over at Alex and Dan's house, 
And because they took Fawny to go see uh, Sesame Street Live. Yep. Oh, cool. And Very when cool. they got home, Catherine handed Sage over to Alex, and I said he was wonderful all night. He, he was great, not a problem at all. I look over, and Fawn's looking at me like she hates my guts. She gets like that when she's tired. <laughs> she did not like me praising Sage, though, oh, either. Oh, yeah, uh, she has a she jealous streak. She didn't like that at all. Yeah, she has a jealous streak. So she wouldn't hug me goodnight. No. Nah. I know. I somehow got a hug out of her. She goes, yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever. So She's you have a new too. listener. Once again, all I do is deliver. See, that's that's why that's why I keep you around. That's Joe. why you come here, right? <laughs> oh, gee, thank you To get so listeners much. for your podcast. Okay, so so I do, I don't know, Venom is interesting because I have not seen a whole lot of promotion for it, so they're not spending a whole lot of money. Yeah, me either. Is that and a Halloween one? Or no, what is the Spider-Man one. Well, right? I mean, I kind the, of, because uh, it's a Spider-Man. Super villain. What the hell? Except for he's, he's an anti-hero is what he is. Oh. He's not a he's superhero. He's not a... A villain. If he were in a Spider-Man movie, he'd be a villain. But yeah. since he's starting out, this kid has got some good in his heart, but uh, he's a he's a badass. Put it okay. that way. The reason I was laughing is because Joe from Louisville just sent me a two-word text. Nana Beard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just love you One of so the greatest much. Stories I of all wish time. I didn't have to kill you later. Later when I'm asleep, you're going to come up and <laughs> clock me. All right, so we got A Star is Born, which I really like Bradley Cooper. I think uh, oh, yeah. Lady Gaga can sing like there's no tomorrow. She can. Oh, I yeah. agree. So I'd like to go see that. And I think because it's Tom Hardy, I do want to see Venom because I really like Tom yeah, Hardy a lot. I, I think you should see both. I mean, first of all, see A Star is Born first. Everybody I've talked to uh, loves, loves the picture. Um, Has it made a ton of know, money? It's sad. It's a sad movie. It's a tough one to go into yeah. because it's... You know, well. We know how it's going to end, but it's extraordinarily well done. And again, Lady Gaga, man, I, you know, I, I guess I sort of expected it out of, of Bradley Cooper, and he even exceeded my expectations. I mean, with the singing and the guitar playing and everything. But Lady Gaga is so great as an actor, but my God, the music in this film is incredible. It's yeah, that's what I hear. Incredible. I really like Bradley Cooper a lot. See, I'm afraid now that you've gushed on and on about this movie that yeah, it's going to be know. hyped. I know, I have that too. habit. I have that <laughs> habit. But, um, but there have been movies, too, that I've said have totally sucked that people like. And, you know, so it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed in it. You know, first of all, you just have to... Um, Again, know what you're getting going in, and you're not going to be surprised. And that's 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 the the judgment here for me. It's like, okay, what kind of different spin are they going to put on this thing yeah. that they haven't done before? And um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because Cooper is so and Gaga are just both damn engaging. Plus, one thing, again, I was gushing on, uh, about this movie last week on KQ. I didn't even mention Dave Chappelle being in the thing in, oh. a, in a serious role for the most part. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. naturally funny. Yeah, it's a very small supporting role. And Andrew Dice Clay. Um, Chappelle plays uh, Cooper's longtime friend. Andrew Dice Clay plays Lady Gaga's father. And Sam Elliott, who is always terrific. So, I mean, oh. you just can't go wrong with this movie. Catherine has a question for you about Sam Elliott. I do? Yeah. What is that question? Why do all women think he's so good looking? Because yeah. you don't get it. I don't get it. My, <laughs> really? I think, I think he My looks like a dork. loves him. I know, he, oh, so God. many women. He loves him. She loves the voice. Come on, you, you know, he's got that voice. He, Tommy's I, got the deep voice, too. Come I'll on, tell you one on? thing, Catherine. There's your dad, Catherine. He's got um, but no, uh, my wife is in, totally in love with him, and a lot of women are. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I will tell you, and Tommy, I think I know you've talked with him as well. I mean, he's a great guy. Oh, I've Sam Alex, great once. guy. Well, oh yeah, and just down home and genuine, and 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 I think that really comes through on the big screen as well. First time I ever talked to him, I will never forget this. He was on the morning show, and I can't remember what movie it was, but it was many, many years ago. And Terry said to him, oh, Sam, I just, I think you're just wonderful. And there's a pause. He goes, well, shit, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I haven't heard that from 800 million women. <laughs> it's just Every phenomenal. Day of my life. Is he thank from, you, ma'am. Where is he from? I don't know. But he's married to Catherine Ross, so I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not I jealous because Catherine like, Ross. I you know. feel like he's a mountain man. I don't know. Does <laughs> he, he feel like so. he might be a real mountain man? He's from Sacramento. Sacramento. 
Oh, well, there's mountains say, just he seems to have that southern hospitality thing going. He maybe does. Maybe just think he's a cowboy because mm. he yeah. plays a cowboy. Well, a maybe he moved somewhere else. No. He went to Clark College in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, that's very southern. <laughs> yeah. well, he does kind of have a weird drawl kind of thing going on. And yeah. he was a member of Sigma Alpha Epsilon at California State University. Uh, frat oh, brat, ick. Yeah. I definitely would have yeah, thought he, is, he grew up on a farm. He somewhere. is not yeah. at all south. Yeah. He says he has heritage from the south, though. Oh, Well, maybe. Well, I had an aunt that lived Scott? in Houston her whole life. Does that count for yeah, me? Yeah, exactly. That would make yeah, you a southern as him. Now? <laughs> you're all Texan. You're as Texan as it gets, Catherine. There's no doubt yeah. about that. You know what's really sad? I'm looking up. I looked up uh, Google Sam Elliott, and you get a page full of stuff, you know, his Wikipedia, whatever. And then there's a little section that says, people also ask. Is Sam Elliott alive? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much any star over the age of like 70, one of the top. Um, Is he over 70? Yeah, 70. He has to be, oh. yeah. Wow. We have a caller for Tim. Timmy! Okay. Hello, caller. Hey. What's the buzz? Hi, is Tim Lammers online? Mm-hmm. He, is he, on the show? he is indeed. Is this Craig again? <laughs> Tim. <laughs> I love that. Is this Craig again? <laughs> well, I, I, it's been so long, Craig. I, it sounds like you. Tim, I've been having a little crisis of conscience. Yeah, it, it's Craig. Oh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> a crisis of conscience. Hmm. Why'd you get into radio? Oh, well, I only did like a semester at Brown, so. Okay, well, I just need, no wonder you're there's crisis. Oh, wait, before we start, I bet you it's about Venom. No, it's actually about a, born, uh, a star is born. Oh, okay. I like. I'm really disappointed with this season, this this year's movies. But, um, I saw that movie. I saw it was really good. But I just have to ask you, as a movie reviewer, like, yeah. do you think do you think movies have lost their meaning? Hmm. And what, and what, and what I mean that is just that we used to have like movies that like really Bobby. changed. Oh boy! You know, like God, Jesus, dogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're like kids; they know when you're on the phone. Yeah, they do. It's true. Ru- ruin my moment. No. Uh, do you like movies? Used to like really make a difference in society, but they over did. the course of the last. Yeah over the course of the last five years is that we've become so polarized and we've become so like tribal that even movies have become like either liberal or conservative. And I just like, when I saw the movie and when I saw the movie, the star is born, it was probably the first movie that I've seen in a long time where a, the white man wasn't the devil. Uh, or or any sort of like the the male wasn't a a, a, a villain. Yeah, that's a good point. It was like it was it was just like a simple nice plot, and it really you know really hit hard. But I haven't, I haven't seen movies like that for a while. So do you think that movies kind of lost their meaning? Hmm, boy, I mean, I, I certainly don't feel that way with The Star is Born. I mean, I, you know, it, does it hit you on an emotional level, um, even though you know it's coming? I mean, to me, when a movie does that, and you know it's coming, that's a hell of a movie. Why don't we know? do this? We'll take a break. Um, we'll take a break yeah. and be right back in two minutes more with Craig and Timmy. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? And X-Check, I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash kq for more about 
about XCheck, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. What is the slow version of Secret Agent, man? No, it's one of the songs from uh, Stars Born. It's Bradley Cooper. He's not him. This is Dave Chappelle. Did he do the singing for the... I know Lady Gaga obviously did. Yeah, I don't know if he did or not. Tim might know this. (laughs) Yes, he might. It might be be Bradley Cooper because it's not very good. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's kind of like a mix of rock and country. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the movie, that's what it is. I was trying to peg that. Uh, my wife went with me as well, and we we're trying to think, well, is country rock uh, kind of southern fried? I mean, he, he kind of comes off as this um, southern fried rocker. I mean, he's a hard-living, uh, heavy-drinking fella, uh, and he also partakes in other substances. Well, he is a white so, man. <laughs> oh really? That's how it's gonna the struggle go. is real. That's how it's gonna go, huh? Okay. But Brad, I I actually like his voice, and I tell you, the first song that um, Gaga does on stage with him, um, and when they harmonize, it is oh, it's so good. It is really, really good. So I I don't know. I want you to experience though uh, seeing it because I think that's the the big advantage going into this movie is that I didn't know any of the songs obviously, and so this stuff was totally new. And for totally new tunes to win you over the way that they won me over and the way they won my wife over, um, that's that's really a rare thing, you know. So, but uh, you know, with Craig's question, I was thinking about this uh, on the break. You know, I don't think movies have time. To, to gather any sort of meaning or being in the That's... public consciousness for so long because they're usually in and out of theaters, mm-hmm. usually no more than a couple, three weeks. That's I mean, true. this week already we have First Man, Bad Times at the El Royale, we got Goosebumps 2. I mean, there's a lot of movies contending for the dollar that those other movies are going to be knocked down a few pegs, and, and before you know it, they'll be out of the top ten, and, and they're not going to have any time to mean anything to the public at large mm. having said that though a movie like think about american sniper because that was number one for so long it was in the theaters for so long i think that really touched a lot of people so i don't know it's maybe a matter of people not having the time to see it and and for it to have a big huge impact on the public i, I just don't think the opportunity is there well, 30 years ago how often did a major hundred million dollar movie come along Certainly not every week like it is now. That's the yeah. problem. There's well, just too many movies. Yeah, that's true. And and this is the season now. I mean, now we're in the fall season where we're going to get the awards contenders, and soon enough we're going to get the awards contenders plus the holiday films, the holiday blockbuster type. So, yeah, it's a very, very crowded marketplace. Um, am I, I don't am know I still on the air? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that sounds like a non-answer, Craig, or not, but that's kind of the way I look at it. I mean, I remember, Tom, I thought American Graffiti played at the Skyway for like a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> way back in the day. Uh, I mean, you know, so, I mean, it, films just don't get that opportunity anymore. I just want to say, like, there's two movies that I've seen in the last, like, couple months that have really changed my point of view on life, and that was Eighth Grade, which was oh. a, a very it's powerful a movie. And nobody saw it. Right. You know? 
And I thought I thought that movie was the most realistic portrayal of high school, today's high school, than ever before. And then I saw Mandy. I, I rented Mandy, and I thought I thought Nicolas Cage was amazing in Mandy. He's a hell of an actor, actually. And and I thought that movie was so beautiful, and it didn't deserve to be rec- like released on video on demand, and so. Those two movies have, like, really kind of, like, changed the way I think about movies in life. But the thing is that the whole Avengers superhero, like, arcade trash movies, I think have polluted the theater. And it's not, it's not our fault. I mean, what kind of is our fault? I mean, because the quest for somebody's dollar is so... It's getting harder because uh, there was a really good article in the Holiday Week uh, Hollywood uh, review about how the budget for video games next year are going to be on par with some of the biggest motion pictures, and that yep. um, and that video games will become. Like, next year, like, video games have a really serious chance to be making actually more money than the box office. And that a lot of theaters, like, they're super close. And that AMC, Marcus, and all the big theaters are starting to get worried. And that's why they're they're putting pressure more on Hollywood to tone down the political shit and just to make good movies, but... Good luck on that. So, well, could you get uh, TV news uh, shows and newspapers just do the same thing? Just shut up unless you everything. Use both sides. Everything. You're absolutely right. It's everything. Well, so I just you did know, a little bit of research into this whole oversaturation theory. Mm-hmm. So in 1995, uh, they released 31 movies from January to March. In 2015, they released 58 movies in January. Jeez. So, yeah, there's a few more movies coming out. Oh, man. So, I mean, when there's, that's got to be like, what, five times the amount of movies coming out? That just makes every movie a little less important because there's so many of them. You're not, we're not even factoring in Netflix because Netflix is, is planned. If you thought the content stuff that came out this year was fast and furious, Mm-hmm. Next year is that they have, they have forty shows, in thirty five movies, planned for next year. Jesus, and so you try to fight that video games and movies. It's like no wonder, no wonder we're getting like Transformers nine and Rocky seven and all that stuff. You know, yep. of course yep. the Creed two trailer looks really good, Tim. It looks like a really great movie. I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I try to avoid that stuff if at all possible, just so I can get the freshest perspective going in. So, but I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Craig and I actually screened the first one, um, and that was a surprise. It was a wonderful surprise. And Sylvester Stallone, as I think we all can agree, got screwed and didn't win that Best Supporting Actor Oscar when he should have. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But then again, you're looking at a situation where they're reviving a franchise. I mean, there's really nothing new and original coming out. And that, that's what sucks for, for me as a moviegoer. I mean, yes, it's wonderful to see A Star is Born again. And it's, amazingly, it's taken 42 years to be remade from the last one. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, everything is a, a remake or the, adapted from a TV show or something. And there's just nothing original coming out. And movies like Eighth Grade, Craig, will hopefully get a chance to get their audience once award season comes around. That's the one positive thing about award season is that they can take those independent films and prop them up and get films uh, like one of Tom's personal favorites from last year, The Shape of Water. Oh, uh, what a great movie. Win an Oscar. Oh, God. Horrendous. <laughs> Horrendous movie. <laughs> The Shape of Water wouldn't have stood a chance otherwise, but it got that critical acclaim first, and then that seeped into the whole industry acclaim, and that's why it won Best Picture. I just don't, well, one more thing uh, is that, actually two more things. Tom, you have to rent Mandy if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, Mandy. 
Which yeah. is a horror film, right? It's a what film? It's like it's a horror film. It's a two-hour. It's a two-hour well, Nicolas Cage goes crazy movie. I tell you what, I will because I like Nicolas Cage. I know he's nuts and all that stuff. And by the way, this morning he's super. Mike he's Evans, super nuts in this movie. Mike Evans made a point this morning. He said, "I, I don't know if you heard this or not, but." Uh, the latest guy to be accused of uh, sexual harassment is Nicolas Cage. And I said, he's Italian. What do you think was going to happen? Oh, dear. <laughs> Sandy goes, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will, definitely, I will definitely watch that. You know, we're watching tonight. I don't know if you guys know this movie or not because it's, it, you can't find it anywhere. But luckily, we did. We're going to watch The Appaloosa starring Marlon Brando. Love that movie. Oh, yeah. You ever seen it? <clears throat> No, no, I haven't. But I mean, just as you mentioned Brando. It's surprising that I haven't seen it. And you know, lately I've been—I um, have to send some links to you or something. Yes. Just, I, I'm googling interviews either with Brando or about Brando. I mean, without I'm question, the most fascinating actor to have ever lived in Hollywood. One of the greatest so, things. Hey, hey, Tim. What, what, I'll, I'll let you go, but Tim, hey, listen. I'll pay for your ticket. If you go see the uh, Saturday night showing of the Holy Mountain at the Lagoon Theater with me, yeah, <laughs> I'll pay for your ticket. Well, we'll see. It kind of gets uh, dicey down in those parts, doesn't it, on a Saturday oh, night? Oh, the Lagoon—that's <laughs> kind of negative. Wow, what a country! No, boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just pack your Kevlar. You'll be good. Yeah, pack your Kevlar. You'll be good to go. Thank you, thank you, Greg. Bye. Great talking to you, right. sir. There's a scene in the Appaloosa at the very beginning where Marlon Brando's in a Catholic church in Mexico praying. Well, he, he might not be in Mexico. He might be just on the border. And he goes in and starts praying to God. He's kneeling down there, and uh, something happens. I don't want to ruin the movie for you, so I won't tell you what happens. But John Saxon, who's playing a Mexican bandito in the movie. A bandito. A bandito. He comes walking up. Bandito means bad, yes. He comes walking up to Marlon Brando and puts a gun to his head. And Brando says, what are you doing? He goes, I don't like the way you uh, treat me. He goes, I'll tell you one thing. You ever pull a gun on me again, I'll blow you into so many pieces, your friends will get tired of looking for you. What a great line. <laughs> so, you're a tough guy, are I, you? I guarantee you that Brando, he had lived that line. There's no question that he had. That's a Brando line all the way. Yeah. Well, he had lived a lot. But he did, absolutely, because he, he never, wouldn't do anything. Yeah, he wouldn't stick to the script. I told Catherine one-eyed Oh, yeah, Jack. and had the cue cards all over the place. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I told Catherine last night that One-Eyed Jacks, the director, quit because he hated Brando so much. So, Brando took over the directorial duties. When he turned in the movie, it was nine and a half hours long. <laughs> that's well, one wrong. of the stories I heard is, and this is a total dick move on, on Brando's part. No. But um, not he would partly. not, he refused to be directed by um, Frank Oz, yes. the voice of Miss Piggy, the voice of Yoda, yep. uh, for the movie The Score with Ed Norton and Robert De Niro. Instead, Norton. he would only take direction from De Niro. But once in a while, he would get on uh, oh. Frank Oz's earpiece and say, Miss Piggy, <laughs> you know, and tease him, I do, him. I do that on the morning you show. That's a, that's a dick move by him, but it, it's a fascinating story now. But could you imagine yes. being a director like Frank Oz or, uh, you know, or the One-Eyed Jacks director or whatever, or the guy right. that directed him in... Um, the movie we love, Tommy, uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, I love that movie, and everybody and that else documentary. hates it. Everyone hates that movie, and I just love it. Oh, God. One of the greatest things. <laughs> yeah, in so, that. you know, it just, he's, he's just one of the greatest. And, and the funny thing about Brando is, too, it's not like he was a superstar his whole career. He was definitely down and out at times where nobody the wanted Godfather. to work with him. That's true. Yeah, before The Godfather. And yep. there's a great, I have to send the link to you, of, of Francis Ford Coppola talking about uh, getting um, this studio did not want Brando, and the conditions he had to right. um, agree to were pretty amazing. Yeah, they were. And then just to and to get him to audition for it, which you know, can you imagine going to Marlon Brando saying, "Hey, you need to audition for this film." Yes. So there was an interesting way in which Francis Coppola actually uh, got him to do it. So, oh God, yeah, just 
you know, it's surprising again. I haven't seen Appaloosa because I, I should. I just love his work. Oh, he, it's it's a really good movie. It's an old western, no doubt about it. But Marlon adds a little twist to the whole thing. It's a, <laughs> it's a really good movie. There's there's no getting around it. I uh, I look for. I have not seen it probably in forty years. It's probably been no. that long since I've seen it. So. I don't remember everything about it, but it was damn good. I, I know that. And Jeanette Comer plays the uh, the woman, John Saxon's girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. Mm-hmm. But and Jeanette Comer was a wonderful actress, too. Very, very pretty young Spanish woman who plays the the Mexican girlfriend or wife of the bandito. I don't know. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch. There's no question about that. Um, Okay, so Venom or uh, Star is Born first? Which, which should I go see first? Uh, definitely a Star is Born. Okay. I heard it's really good. Definitely. Uh, you know, and again, Tom Hardy, I can't imagine. Uh, you know, Critics ripped the movie uh, from, oh, from what I understand. Real, oh, I mean, I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Yeah. But uh, Tom Hardy makes the movie. It doesn't matter how good or bad you think it is constructed, you know, how it's constructed, et cetera, et cetera. Tom Hardy just elevates everything. I like you it. Know? So it's well, worth it seeing it, but definitely Stars Born first. We will be back in two minutes, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. There you go. A little Norman Greenbaum. always does this. Spirit in the sky. It seems like in the beginning of the song, it seems like it's very ambient. When I die and they lay me to rest. Norman Greenbaum, as a matter of fact, when we played this, when I first came to KQRS, the powers that be at the time did not want me to point out the song was by Norman Greenbaum. I will never understand why not. Why? Because he's Jewish? Apparently a Jew singing about Jesus that made him uncomfortable. Oh, I, I like, that, what? Are you, what? I want that played at my funeral. When I was a kid, I love that song. if you were a Lutheran and a Catholic, you couldn't get along, so I mean... Uh, that is true. Yeah. Things have changed. <laughs> I don't know if they've changed that much. Oh, yeah, they have. I do not know. But in any case, Timmy is with us. Mm-hmm. Timmy, it's one of those... i tell you what has changed. I uh, started watching last night. It's on Netflix new, I believe. Uh, the four-hour version of Once Upon a Time in America. Love Leo that Leon. movie. Love that movie. Oh, but I'm telling you, first of all, it wouldn't be made because it's four hours long. That's Even true. Even when they put it out in theaters, they cut it down to three. But that's why one reason it wouldn't be made. The other is the inappropriate things that uh, the scenes. Yes. Uh, uh, you just wouldn't see it today. And it's, yeah. So it's, it's, um, it is really an epic film, though. I mean, it, a classic film. And uh, so, you know, that's, that's, again, the sort of film that uh, it, it had time to breathe. It wasn't a big hit, but it had time to breathe in terms of um, 
the, st- the time they gave him to tell the story. You know, they gave him all the time in the world, almost four hours. So that's pretty crazy. You know what amazes me is Catherine and I have been watching a lot of old movies at the house, like some movies that are 80 years old in the 30s, you know, 70 years old. It's never going to stop raining. Because it's never going to stop raining. But the things that they say said in movies back then, there is no way you could get what no. I was saying now. Uh, there's oh. a scene... Uh, in the movie Oxbow Incident, which is from 1943, in which the colonel, the the Civil War colonel, the war is over now, but uh, the Civil War colonel wants to hang three guys for, for cattle rustling. Rustling. And he has no proof that they rustled the cattle, but he wants to hang them all anyway. And his own son says to him, I will have no part in this. I'll take no part in this. I am not going to hang men who haven't been proven guilty. And his father, the colonel, says to him, well, I'm not raising any female boys, I'll tell you that. Yeah. What does that even mean? Female boys. I'm not raising any female boys. Yeah, because he didn't want to fight. Unbelievable. I know. I I mean, it was interesting, though. I mean, obviously, you got a sense that he was probably a gay, the kid was a gay character back in those days. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They they did imply that he probably was gay. Yeah, so that was it. Was interesting because that was a very old movie to be addressing those social issues. I think. Well, he wasn't going to race any female boys. That's all I know. Well, of course it was. Gonna we be have heard some bad. pretty interesting things, Timmy, in movies that are like I said, fifty, sixty, seventy years old. They said things yeah. in movies. There's not a chance you get away with these days. Well, even back. You know, I mean, Once Upon a Time in America was in the late 1980s. Love that movie. Uh, and you you can't even, I mean, that's, this is a 30-year-old movie, and there are things like, oh, my God, I can't believe they just did that or said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, cha- things have changed dramatically. I think maybe even in the last 10 years, it's just been such of a huge change in the way films are done. Yeah, after we got done, when, when we went down to Key West, we decided to watch some old films oh yeah because yeah and it was like oh my god <laughs> the ones they were hitting women left and right yeah, punching women smacking <laughs> them in the face telling them to shut up it was just unbelievable yeah now that's the reverse Catherine punches me in the face no i do not no she doesn't Stop that's a it. lie it's a flat out lie it's a flat out lie 100 percent lie sorry oh hey one thing i want to bring up late. i <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get Catherine to like Sam Elliott a little bit more. I it's like not that Sam. I dislike. Um, it's when, not that I dislike him, and I think he's a fairly good actor. I just. I just don't. I'm just not. You know. You don't get the I'm appeal. Not over by him. No. Yeah. No. Here's a sweet memory of of, of Sam Elliott and the interview I did with him, Great. and I thought about this because I got this weird memory, Catherine. I'm sorry, but do you remember? Okay. When Carol Burnett did a little greeting thing for your parents, remember that? Oh, yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah, it was great. That's my father's birthday okay, today. Because, happy birthday, Don. Yeah, right. happy birthday. Oh, that's right. It's Don's um, birthday. And I happy remember birthday. things like that. And when I told my dad, dad was never big on, on movie stars. He loved uh, Anthony Hopkins and Brando and all oh, those yeah. people. Yeah. Um, but modern-wise, if you even want to call him modern, but he loves Sam Elliott. And, and he says, yeah, you tell Sam Elliott he... Ask him when he's going to make more cowboy movies. <laughs> so uh, at, at, at the end I of like my it. interview, I said, well, my dad has this question. His name is Jim, and he had this question for you. I like and it. Sam said, Sam says, well, Jim, you know, and da 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 and I can't, you know, it's a long answer, a thoughtful answer, and he says, I can't wait to get back into the saddle. <laughs> you know, so it's like such of a sweet thing to do yep. for my dad. My yep. dad just loved it, you know. So, yeah, that's what I think of Sam. I mean, a good person on the screen and off the screen. So. Now, well, make, let's make it clear. I don't hate him. <laughs> I don't think yes, he's a bad guy. I just Liar. don't think he's this sexy man that everybody thinks he is. Sorry. Sexy uh, there's a lot of actresses and actors that I just don't get. You know, it's like uh, Cameron Diaz was another one. It's like I don't think she's well, all yeah, that gorgeous. I mean, yeah. Everyone's going on and on. Well, I've never got it. There's been actors over the years, I, actresses that I've. It's like, what is the fascination? Exactly. You, you always get that. Yeah. 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 I suppose that is true, isn't it? Yeah, it is true. I don't know. We'll just we forge ahead with our lives. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we watched another movie. It was an. What was the name of the the first one? The trial. The oh, Anatomy of a Murder was wonderful. Yeah, I'd never seen that. Wonderful movie. They're old black and white movies, man. It's been fun to watch some yes. of them. Yes, yes, indeed. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, ben Gazzara was great in it. Uh, everybody that was in it was great in it. Catherine Grant, she was in it. <laughs> yeah, who? Are, I'd never heard of her. 
He was kind of a pain. Well, in the you know, end. the sad thing is, not too many people know Ben Gazzara either. Ben Gazzara, you're talking about a hell of an actor. Great there, actor. Man. Great actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arthur, Arthur O'Connell was in it. He was terrific. Eve Arden was phenomenal in it. That's how old I this always movie loved was. her. I always loved her. Oh, yeah, and people might only know her from Greece. Uh, as yeah, the that's principal. true. Yep. That's and true. that was wonderful, too. That was classic. But, yeah, she has so much other work yeah. know, that people don't know about. Well, yeah. she had a long career. She was in a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's true. Oh, wonderful. And I bet she she made no money. I bet she, seriously, I bet she didn't make hardly any Nobody made any money back in those days. Well, uh, well the, the stars top, did. Yeah, the top five guys and women never made any money. That's not true. Yeah, who did? Lucy did pretty well. Lucy, don't, you can't do the show. <laughs> Yep. What? That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Did Lucy? She make smoked it? away all her money, but you know. Yeah, but she didn't. Uh, she also didn't make the money. Desi made the money. It was the Desi Lou Production Company? They both Absolutely. made. The money. Well, it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to separate them at that point. Yeah, would she did all that and didn't make any money? I mean, her. She had to make. Divorced. What? How did? Okay. But then she had her own show after that. Yeah, she did. What are the results? What were the results of that divorce? Who got all the money in the divorce of Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball? Let's see. And by here. the way, that statue they put up in her hometown, she looked like a maniacal oh, killer. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> what a horrible. They replaced it eventually, but they that did, was a yeah. scary looking oh. statue, man. That thing did not look good. No. It did not look good. That's all I know, man. Yeah, women women back in the day, they did not make nearly the amount that they make or they should have made. And that's why women are mad at men. Oh, yeah. you didn't point that time. <laughs> the only time that's why women are mad. The only time women could get money was to get a divorce. You know, especially the the famous women, like cuz yeah. they would marry, yep. you know, directors or, you know, other famous uh men and for them to get a chunk of the money that they earned was to get divorced. Yep, it's true. What'd you find on the divorce? Desi Arnaz and Louis Lucille Ball? Not a I lot. I bet you back then all that stuff wasn't like it's a public probably record. All private, yeah. Yeah. Probably was could, somehow. Could be. Yeah. But he disappeared. Yeah, after Lucy that. Arnaz. Isn't isn't Lucy Arnaz their daughter? Yep. Exactly. What well, happened to her? He would know. One mm-hmm. thing about that divorce is that it was rel- it was pretty amicable actually. They stayed friends afterward. They just they divorced because uh both of them being in showbiz and being so famous and running that company, it was just too much for them to, you know. Too much. I thought it was because yeah. he was cheating on her nonstop. That, that too. And she drank like a fish. That was another problem. She had a lot of substance abuse issues. Yeah, she oh. did. Not only alcohol, it's true. She's, she's kind of like the Cassie of that era. <laughs> I wish I was having that much fun. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine having that much fun? That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Except you got to pay the piper eventually. But other yeah. than that, you know, that's... So, Timmy, what's what's in the pipeline? So we got Star is Born and Venom this week. What's coming up in... Yeah, I, uh, First Man, um, which is uh, Ryan Gosling uh, as Neil Armstrong. Oh, that's right, yeah. That is opening, and I'll be reviewing that on Thursday. Uh, also, Bad Times at the El Royale. That looks um, good, too. Yeah, yeah which is, uh, I, I can tell you quickly, because I have screened that already, that feels like a Tarantino light oh. movie. Um, it feels like a Tarantino movie, but it's not directed by Tarantino. Not ultra-violent, but the way the story is structured. But, again, the man, mm. I know you've talked to him, and I've talked to him before, too, great actor, Jeff Bridges is in it. Yep. Knocks it totally out of the park yeah, he's as he usually does. He is just so wonderful. He's, he's right there alone. It's worth going to see the, the movie for him. It's a good movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a good movie. But Bridges is so damn good, man. He is so yeah, good he is. in this picture. So. I hate the F. But that, Eagles, that's what's man. coming up this week. <laughs> I like it, Timmy. It's always a great pleasure. Go back to sleep. Thank you, sir. We'll talk with you Thursday and we'll talk with everybody else next week. Thanks, Timmy. All right, have a great week, everybody. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, holding down the movie fort. Yeah, the only movie I saw that just came out is Venom, and I really enjoyed it. I didn't know much about Venom, but I thought it was really well done, and I like how they interject some humor. Um, I know some, you know, Dave even compared it kind of like Deadpool light. Oh, yeah, I but, can see that, yeah. Um, it kind of showed a side of Tom Hardy that you don't normally see. 
Oh, really? Because he's usually serious in a lot of his movies. And um, to see a little bit of humor with him was actually mm-hmm. kind of refreshing. So I enjoyed it. Um, the only thing I didn't care for, there was a lot of scenes where it was really dark, so it was hard to see what That's was going on. That's a new on. trend in film. Mm-hmm. Like, the last couple of years, it's like, why did they do that? Well, because they had, like, two, you know, as he's Venom, then there was another uh, character called, I think it was Riot. And when they had, like, their big battle scene, it was hard to tell who was who because it was so dark and they were very both similar in color. Mm. And so it was kind of hard to see what was going on. It, and it was so fast. I kind of compared it to the Transformers franchise and how it's very hard to see because it's so fast and moving and it's dark. Is that the new way of making people feel uncomfortable so you can't see anything? I, I don't know. I mean, it was just kind of like, what is going on? I'm yeah. like squinting at the screen. I'm trying to see what, you know. But other than that, I thought the movie was great. Um, and I think they're setting it up to become a franchise. Maybe Deadpool might get interjected in there somewhere because uh, yeah. they're trying to blend all these uh, Marvel movies together. So um, if you if you like Marvel and comics, comic book and all that stuff, go see Venom. I recommend it. Yeah, I would like to go see Venom. Yeah, I enjoy I, it. I love Tom Hardy. I do too. Yeah, I think he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not really a very big Marvel movie no guy, I'm, I'm not a big su- superhero but see this is kind, kind of, of like that deadpool feel where it's an anti-superhero movie yeah, yeah I, I would like that. yeah that was funny yeah i mean even though it was super violent it was like done so mm-hmm. campy that you couldn't take it seriously well how the reason why i say it's like deadpool light is that this movie is more pg-13 than deadpool so like younger kids can enjoy it and mm-hmm. still get the humor. Yeah, Deadpool was not for kids. That's no, for sure. No, that been very, no, no. Come on, toughen up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. There's a lot of uh, cute one-liners that were kind of cheesy and stuff, but I kind of like that. So yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. In it, you could, I would probably ages seven and up could oh. probably go see Venom and be okay. Okay. So and it's not overly violent. So. I think that's why they were kind of shooting down that road to get more of the younger kids in. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's Columbus Day. Did you know that? And Indigenous People's Yes, I was going to say, it's not in Columbus Day. Day anymore. It's Indigenous yes, People's Day. Yes, it is. It, it is here. It's not, you know where it's not Columbus Day anymore? Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. I have a question for you. So we're, you know, tearing down all these statues and we're not on the, and I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. I got no opinion there. Would you show me all the great people from other cultures who were so wonderful to human beings back in those days? Mm-hmm. Would you show me? Because I don't remember any of them being nice <laughs> no. to anyone. And no. why you're so singling out European men, I will never understand. Still one of the greatest episodes in Sopranos. Phenomenal. When they were fighting over Columbus Day. <laughs> it was fighting over Columbus Day. Mm-hmm. Actually, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. We'll talk about fighting over Columbus Day because <laughs> he was Italian. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> 